Shot of Wrestling, special episode 22, away we go. His name is Irwin, he loves the New Day, although he may not have the hair, he still woos just like Ric Flair, he used to host his, host his own podcast, and while he hung up his old mic, he can come back when he likes, all in the studio, are you serious bro? We have the news, the game, cheers and heels. It's time to start the show. It's a shot of, a shot of wrestling. The hottest podcast in New York. It's a shot of, a shot of wrestling. Wrestling's our passion, so sit back and cash in on a shot of, a shot of wrestling. Hello, friends. <laughs> I, I missed that one note amongst many others. That one note at the end killed me. That is great. Well, if you couldn't tell uh, by our intro, we have... <laughs> I love it! Erwin, the voice, Escobar, coming back. How are you, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? So, we're actually doing a podcast now? We're, we're ready to <laughs> we're go. go. We're right. in it. <laughs> All right. Jeez. Wow, what an intro. Yeah, only for Erwin. Special uh, for Erwin. Well, I love how the show evolves. You know, you at the beginning... Said, Sorry, go ahead. At the beginning uh, of episode like one through five, Michael J was introducing me. Then now, then Michael J got a little bit of the spotlight. But wow, you got the yeah, spotlight own. tonight. Episode yeah. twenty two. Yeah, your nice. own song. Love it. <laughs> there was some spotlight. You guys were like a Swiss fucking watch there, man. Real, real, real precise. Preach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got paid to do that too because I did it at work. <laughs> so how's everybody been? Uh, been pretty good. Um, trying to catch some Pokemons in, in the studio right now, oh, just geez. making sure. Yeah, are there any not, Pokemon in are here? They, are they I hiding? Don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Are they hiding yeah. like behind your wrestling uh, memorabilia around? Or I don't I think know. There's one, but right by your mic. I don't know. I don't know. In the uh, vein, in the vein of wrestling, it would be awesome if Team Valor just came in here and fucked us all up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much about Pokemon Go, but I get the vibe that Team Valor is uh, they're the heels. But apparently, yeah. uh, there is a quote unquote Pokemon gym. All right, and it's at WWE headquarters. Really? So you got all these nerds who are playing this game, running, clamoring to headquarters to do whatever you do in the Pokemon gym. But whatever. Wow. That was after my time. Pokemon Go is incredible. It's making guys who never go out actually go out like my next door neighbor. <laughs> you know, which is messed up because he's got, you know, he's got two young kids just like me. And my wife said this is the first time in two years that he actually saw him outside playing with the kids. And that's because he was looking for <laughs> Pokemon Go. So th- this past week, you actually got to meet your neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So let's All move right. on to our weekly topic. Words. Of wrestling. That needs an intro. Yeah, well, you know, um, we have fans of different generations, different ages, and you know, some of them are just starting to learn the game, starting to like get in the lingo, starting to be cool marks like ourselves here. So go ahead, teach us a little bit. What you got this week? Push. Push like you're I'm pushing you. When a wrestler gains fall. popularity oh. with wins and positive exposure, a push can be sudden a sudden win over a major superstar. Or becoming involved in a high-profile angle, unlike bury, which refers to the lowering of a popular wrestler's status in the eyes of a fan, 
Is Zack Ryder getting pushed or is he getting buried? I don't know. I, I, I felt like he was getting pushed at WrestleMania and then he just lost the match on Raw last week. Like, what, what are they going to do? You got a little bit upset about it last week. Last You're week like, it was my heel, yeah. Wait, I, wait, stop toying with me. Do something with this guy. You know? Are you, you seem a little upset there, Arwin. I'm completely eye-to-eye with Mike on this issue. Uh, for one, when he said berry, I thought he actually said berry, like raspberry. <laughs> um, no, but then I figure out what he actually said. Uh, I think after, you know, the defeat to Sheamus, and then he gets the fucking... You know, then he gets that move put on by uh, Rusev. It's they kind of are burying him because he's not going to beat Ru- he's not going to beat Rusev. When Rusev comes and does that to you, you're getting sunned. You're not getting put over. You're not getting pushed. My point last week was that he, they weren't using him. He created a TV show online, got a push, got a title shot, lost the title, was off the screen, off TV, didn't do anything with him. Came back, got squashed, squash, squash, off TV. Came back to TV, won the IC title. Yeah. Lost the next day. Got squashed, squashed, squashed. He wins the match uh, Raw last week. Do something with him. Stop jerking him. Yeah. Jerking, jerking, him, him, jerking, jerking, him. Jer- jerking him and jerking us. Yeah. Maybe maybe that is his storyline. It's like the high school crush. You know, when you're in high school, you don't have the cojones or the balls to like really approach the girl. So you kind of mark out on the, oh my gosh, she looked at me. <laughs> you know, or... Uh, you know, she said hi to me, and that's, that's like his little wins, his little baby wins, you know. But then you realize you come back to reality, the girl's really not that into you, and you have no chance in hell of scoring with a cheerleader in high school. So she goes out with the jock, you yep. know. Hence, you win at WrestleMania, and then you lose at Monday Night Raw. There's no way he's winning the very next day, which whatever. But in your in your analogy, the problem with that the problem with that for going after a girl with Zack Ryder is there is no other girl. Yeah. At least not any other girl you want to be with. Mm. You know, it seems to me that he would rather he would rather be eating a bowl of shit in the WWE instead of going to TNA or Ring of Honor or whatever other fucking wrestling company is well, out give, there. Well, I give him props for actually realizing that because there's many people yeah. who who think that the shit don't smell on the other side. Look at uh, mm. Ryborg. What is he up to Which, nowadays? Also, it's one of the questions I ask all the time: Is would you rather be a Curtain jerker, rarely used guy in WWE, or a champion in some no name promotion. This guy yeah. obviously choosing to be a curtain jerker at the WWE because his profile. Yeah. Curtain jerker who the fans love. Yeah. So I'll take it. Cult following. Take the, yeah. He better be getting paid, man. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> don't, don't make this motherfucker eat a bowl of shit and then don't pay I tweeted him. him a picture of me wearing his shirt. He's going to send me an autograph. Oh, so nice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> now that we know the meaning of the word, you can play along with this week's game. Take a shot or a sip every time we say the word push. All right. Got that, Erwin? Get your, get your drink ready? Yeah, I got it. I'm, uh, you know, I do have to use... I should use the bathroom before the podcast started before we played this game, so I'm kind of <laughs> fucked. All right, whatever. That's all right. Um, let's move on. Oh, but he should... It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right. First topic this week is something that obviously is going to be number one in the news. Brock Lesnar made his return to the UFC and handedly defeated Mark Hunt after five years away. Didn't show any octagon gust. Rust? Octagon rust? Yeah, Mark Hunt and Palooka. Go ahead. (laughs) Defeated him unanimous decision. 29-27, 29-27, 29-27. <laughs> 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 
Brock Lesnar. So that was cool. Did you watch the fight? I did not watch the fight. I was uh, stuck at work. Oh, that sucks. Working overtime. Did you YouTube the fight afterwards? No, I didn't didn't YouTube. I mean, I'm not interested in Brock Lesnar's fights right now until he fights like a a heavyweight fighter of note. And there aren't many of note right now. His weight class, no. He might be be hoisting that championship belt real soon. (laughs) As soon as he won, I think I made the prediction. I can see this now. Brock Lesnar is going to win the UFC title in a couple months. And maybe before or after he wins a WWE championship. So he'd be the first ever UFC WWE champion. Yeah. That is quite an achievement. That will definitely ride his coattails on that for a while. That's going to give him a push big time. Big time, yeah. Excuse me. And uh, Vince McMahon and Triple H afterwards commented on how he's one of the, what was it, the greatest fighters fighters athletes of our generation yeah. just just laid out the word at one of the greatest athletes i watched uh, any given wednesday with uh, bill simmons and yeah. they, they had joe rogan you watch that show um i watched the second episode but it's a show that's on my radar i like yeah. it a lot and i tend to watch it on demand later very good yeah he's great right did i tell you yeah it was great did i tell you not only his pop culture references he has a lot of wrestling references no he loves wrestling it's great oh, cool talking about steroids oh this guy got dope this guy got dope roman reigns got dope it's all his references. Right. But Joe Rogan was talking about UFC 200. He mentioned how Brock Lesnar is a freak of nature, one of the best fighters he's ever seen. He is. He's, if he went straight to the UFC from college and bypassed WWE, he'd be one of the greatest fighters of all time. No. Disagree with that, Joe Rogan. Can I get into this? Yeah, yeah why? All right. Joe Rogan is wrong because Brock Lesnar's stand-up game sucks dick. If he, yeah, but it, if he got trained at a young age from college, he would have been altered it. And was right. Well, he wasn't he a championship wrestler? UFC uh, amateur wrestling game. amateur so his his wrestling game and his ground and pound game is no joke but unfortunately no. but unfortunately in the in the octagon you get exposed in other areas and he I, I think it was Kane Velasquez and I forgot who the other guy was exposed him in other areas um here's the thing with Brock Lesnar if you stuff his takedowns mm-hmm. and fuck and he and, and make him eat punches he's gonna get knocked the fuck out mm-hmm. he's done you know, and he's done because you know he you you see it when they make him stand up. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't yeah. know how to throw his hands. He doesn't know how to block those punches. And uh, I, I think I think it was Cain Velasquez. It was a great moment with Cain Velasquez where Cain Velasquez had him had him on the ground. He, Velasquez was on top. Okay. And Vela- and that's supposed to be a dominant position, right? Yes. Cain Velasquez got up, looked at the referee, and told the referee to make Brock stand oh, up. up. Wow. Uh. Why do Brock any favors and leave him on the ground? So, so I need to see, you know what, until this whole greatest athlete, greatest fighter business, until that title gets bestowed upon him, let me see what Brock Lesnar can do against a premium heavyweight striker. Okay, Joe Rogan trying to trying to push your fucking um, company. <clears throat> he was asked at the post match press conference about his future with the UFC. He goes, Brock Lesnar does what Brock Lesnar wants to do. Yeah, that's awesome. As of right now, my next matchup is against Randy York at SummerSlam. So we'll see what happens. I'm assuming he's going to go back. He has to go back. I tell you, I love, you know what? I don't like him as a wrestler, but I love this attitude that he has. Yeah. Look, I'm in it for the money. The traveling in WWE sucks, and, I, and I'm going to do what I got to do to get paid. And not for nothing, after the fight, his wife, Sable, still looks hot. Still a fox, wow. huh? Yeah. What a dime. <laughs> What a oh, dime wow. piece, eh? <laughs> wow. Uh, staying with the UFC, Abel, take it away. 
Yeah, well, while we're talking about money, the UFC was sold literally if within 24 hours after UFC 200. Yeah, I think it was finalized that night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dana White even sold his 9% of the company. That's $360 million that he is inheriting from 9%. Crazy. crazy amount of money. I can't believe it's worth that much. Yeah. Like the, that was just his 9%. To How me, much was the total you mentioned earlier that uh, was they sold, sold for? They sold it for $4 billion to the Ferriati brothers who bought it in 2001 for $2 million. I, I mean, I don't get it. It's like, I don't I don't see how it could be valued that much because to me, like, the premium fighters just aren't there. Like, GSP is, is old. Um, George St. Pierre. Um, Anderson Silva is done. Um, it's not about the, they, they constantly generating new wrestle, um, fighters. <laughs> it's all about the money. It's all about the pay-per-view advice. It's all about everything. I just can't believe they're making that much dough. But all yeah, right, man. And the new fighters are bringing in the dough. UFC confirmed that Brock Lesnar earned a flat pay of $2.5 million Good. for his headline return to the UFC 200. I can't believe that. Two and a half million to fight a guy nobody ever heard of. Who, yeah. got, who got paid like five hundred seventy-five hundred thousand? He literally became the highest paid fighter in UFC history. He dethroned history, huh? Conor McGregor, who at UFC wow. 196 earned $1.5 million for his fight. Worth it? Also nuts. Uh, we'll see if it's worth it when the, ad, when the pay-per-view buys come in, I guess. Dude, I'll be, I'll be ready to be Mark Hunt. He earned $700,000 for just losing to Brock Lesnar. Dude, you don't That's a good payday. <laughs> That's a good payday. You don't want to be Mark work with the head trauma, man. But then uh, again, it was mostly ground and pound. Hopefully, he didn't get like punched in Just the three quick rounds. It wasn't a championship match. Well, going back to that yeah. um, interview with Joe Rogan on any given Wednesday, they showed clips of UFC in the beginning. What the fuck? Explain. Go ahead. It, it was very cheap. It was very gaudy. It was like reminding me of ECW. It was crazy. There was no weight classes. A free for, yeah. It was a oh, free back for in all. the day. It was a free uh, for uh, all. Yeah. Two three hundred pound man. That's why it was banned. Right. Three hundred pound man could go against a hundred pound man. Yeah. There was no pads. There was no boxing gloves. It was just a legit like Roman fighting, which yes. is hot. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. I, I did not know that. And I see these clips. I'm like, holy. It's like shit. Fight Club. Fight exactly. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite, uh, one of my favorite footage, from, one of my favorite uh, f- footage from uh, UFC back in the day, mm-hmm. way, way, way back in the day is uh, I don't know if it was Royce Gracie or Hoyt Gracie, one of the Gracie brothers who was the who was the all time fighter, just dominating the shit out of this guy, and he just gets like he gets on top of the guy. The guy's laying flat on his stomach, and Gracie's on his back, and Gracie's just tuning him, tuning him, tuning him back of his head. It's fucking crazy, man. Wow. UFC back, UFC back then was a free for all, just like free you said. For, yeah, amazing. I did not know that. It was crazy to watch. Wow. Yeah. Got anything else? No. Would you like to add anything, my friend? Oh, okay. I guess I do. Um, Entertainment and sports talent agency WMEIMG will become the new owners once the deal is finalized within six to two months. It's a long time. I think you said everything else. That's where we're going to go. Yeah, pretty much. In other news, Bray Wyatt wants to face The Rock. WrestleMania 33 is nine months away, but The Rock already has a challenger. Bray Wyatt spoke to ESPN and reflected on his confrontation Mm -hmm. with the People's Champion at WrestleMania 32, which led to Eric Rowan being beaten in six seconds. He also issued a challenge saying... He's jealous. Eric Rowan had a a match with The Rock, and he didn't get a match with The Rock. He said The Rock is the biggest star in the world, period. Being out there with The Rock, it was cool. 
I guess. I would say, but I would also have to admit that when we, we have unfinished business, and if he's listening, if he's watching Rock, I would love to finish it at WrestleMania 33. Is that a match you want to see? I think anything with uh, Bray Wyatt I oh, want to yeah, see. Of course. Of course. He, he, he's just a character in the WWE As a casual right fan, now, you know? do you want to see The Rock vs. Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? Yes, um, for the very reasons that uh, Abel just mentioned. I think Bray Wyatt brings something spectacular to the, to the whole event. Um, yeah, you know, I think, no, don't be hating on, on Bray Wyatt because I think any because his he, character he, is so he, dark, he he's very at the last he's very reminiscent of the Undertaker character. Don't insult Undertaker. Undertaker. Don't okay? insult Let the man make his point, but, Mike. Stop hating. No, saying, don't insult. <laughs> Michael hates, um, but he's very reminiscent of the Undertaker character, and he, everybody who gets teamed up with Bray Wyatt brings something different to the table and brings something different. In the character of Bray Wyatt. Right now, the New Day is bringing a different dynamic of the Bray Wyatt character that we haven't seen before. When he was working with The Undertaker a few WrestleManias behind, he, there was something different, a different element behind his character. The Rock is an entertainer. You know, he, he's a big talker. And again, it's polar opposites. You get a big talker with someone who's a little yeah. bit more slower in his draw. Talk like this. You know, I think it'd be a good combination. Why not? I would love to see it. In other news. Yeah, hold on a second. Hold on before we get to in other news. Mike. Yeah. How hot is Dana Brooke without makeup? Without uh, heavy amounts of makeup. I say every I think she's I said hot. last several weeks she's hot. She's oh my hot god. She is smoking hot. Total hot. package. How does Steva going on right now? Dana Brooke or do you got other contenders? I mean as as, as far as I can see in front of me, her, her and package. Naomi. Dana Brooke oh. and Naomi. Is that picture? I said you got Naomi? Yeah. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Naomi. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what I wrote. Damn, oh. Daniel. Just the rack on Dana. Just that and the rack. ass, the hips. The no, mu- she's got the full package. Oh, full package. Man. Thighs, the arms. Yeah. Lovely. Lovely. In other news, Alberto del Rio said uh, that. Say it right. Alberto nice. del Rio. Nice. There we go. Perro. Nice. He's no perro. <laughs> <laughs> said that there are. Two title goals left in his WWE career, becoming top champion again and capturing the Intercontinental title. I knew title. that was one of them, yeah. Yep. The Real also added that he anticipates that within three to five more years, he is set to retire. Well, he looks kind of old, so I, I don't blame him. Plus, he has a hot young girlfriend. He's got to. Yeah, you're only as old up. as you date, yeah. you know? <laughs> so. He's, 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 he's dating Paige, by the way, in case you don't listen to the show. Hmm. Yeah, I, I caught that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once it's done, I think he's ready to say goodbye to the sport. And again, it's adios. three to five years. Adios in Espanol. <laughs> he's ready to say adios. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, man. Ciao. <laughs> Thanks. In other news Impact Wrestling, which airs. On Tuesdays on Pop TV. However, Impact announced via a press release that their flagship broadcast will be moving to Thursdays starting July Mm -hmm. 12th. Don't compete with the WWE. The reason of this is, of course, because SmackDown will go live on Tuesdays starting July 19th. And last time they went against WWE was on against Raw Monday nights. Yeah. They went live live. When Hogan was part of it. They got squashed. TNA official vice president of something confirmed that's why they're going live their commercials are cute they're saying oh 
you guys now are feeling neglected. You guys have been left behind on Thursdays. Well, we'll help fill that void. Here you go. Check out uh, Impact's coming back to Thursdays. So I'm like, that's a nice little plug for them. Well, I, I watch, I'll tell you, I'll be watching that shit on Thursday if I get to see more stuff like that Hardy Boys thing that they did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You did saw it on a Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Much and better, by the way. watch Lucha Underground. What? Watch Lucha Underground. Watch Lucha Underground. Because. That's, I don't have the channel of Fios, no, I know. Man. Yeah. No, that, um, that's a shame. YouTube? Too much. Uh, one of the parties? iTunes. Season, season one of Lucha Underground is available on iTunes. Yeah, call the West. As is a <laughs> shot of wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> free. Gotta push the show. Wow. Absolutely free. That's why you're the voice. On iTunes. Thank you. You should be our manager. Yeah. Yes. In other news. In other news. Yes, thank you. Cena expressed interest in joining Kelly Ripper. On live with Kelly on the daytime show. That will be said, a great fit. Yeah. He said, I would absolutely take it. I would be the first guy to be able to host in the morning and go to fight at night. Hmm. Live with Kelly and John. <laughs> Cena smart, man. Branching out. Trying to be like The Rock. But I guess I'm, you know, you can't wrestle forever. TikTok, his career is coming to an end, right? That's right. He did mention that he he's not leaving the WWE he is just pursuing other interests yeah, so course. he definitely <laughs> um, he's just you know when you're hot and you gotta strike with iron hot man yep. any actor will tell you that you know if you're hot people want to book you and you're doing great you know that limelight will fade away very quickly I watched Trainwreck he did a great job in that yeah he was good in that I watched um, Daddy's Home surprise surprise he made a cameo he did a great job and I watched Sisters this Sisters. past weekend it was great. And uh, it was very brief, but he did a good job. This guy has the chops. He has the it factor. And he could be the next rock, but he's saying he'd never do that. He said he, he would always stay with the WWE in some capacity. So. Never say never, motherfucker. <laughs> go, go get an agent, asshole. In other news. In other news. The Ease apps recapped the Raw and SmackDown commissioner announcement, which included a paragraph header that appeared to have revealed the identity of of SmackDown's general manager, Erwin, cover your ears, spoiler alert, the Yes Movement takes over SmackDown Live, leading many to insinuate Daniel Bryan will be SmackDown's general manager. So in case you haven't been paying attention or didn't watch Monday Night Raw, um, or if you've listened to the show... It was a big swerve. Yeah, it's crazy. So for a while, we've been reporting that the WWE will be announcing the COOs of Raw and SmackDown. Yes. But all of a sudden, Vinny Mac comes on Monday Night Raw gets and out of limo. changes that as soon as he gets into the arena in Detroit. And he says, no, I will be naming two commissioners. Well, he first said, you know, I'm going to announce the chief operating officers of SmackDown. No, no. Just call them commissioners. <laughs> on the, the spot. Commish. Change the, the, the title, so... And because there's so much work going on to run yeah, a global th- flagship show. We were thinking Stephanie would take over one. Shane takes over one. They are, but they're handling the off-air stuff. And they're going to have a GM handling the matches and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Should be interesting. Crazy. So, so many jobs. I want like an like a organizational chart to kind of keep track of all the things that the WWE is Do you see doing. Daniel Bryan come back as GM? I think he's doing really great 
with the Cruiserweight Classic. Okay, I'll take and word for it. Um, he it, just the way he's commentating and bringing his opinion. I think I think he could do really well. So would Stephanie really. pick as Raw GM? Uh, the Green Man um, <laughs> is it's up there on that list. Okay, um, I did not see that. So Triple H. He's already the COO of the whole company. He doesn't have time for that. I think he can make some time. He's part of the authority. All right. In other news. Well, in other news, the Mid-Atlantic Wrestling Legends Fan Fest has announced that Dusty Rhodes mm-hmm. will be the headline superstar inductee in their Hall of Heroes class mm-hmm. of 2016. Mm-hmm. A true legend of the business. Dusty Rhodes, baby. The American mm-hmm. dream will be coming live. In addition, Rhodes, other members of the class include the Road Warriors and Paul mm-hmm. Ehring, mm-hmm. and this show will be hosted by Hurricane Shane mm-hmm. Helms. In other news. Speaking of Hall of Fames, Dolph Ziggler has announced via his official Twitter page that he will be inducted into the 2016 Kent State University Athletics Hall of Fame. Ziggler, whose real name is Nick Nimeth was an amateur wrestling star at the university. To this day, it still holds many a record. At Kent State. Kent State, yeah. Big whoop. He was an, all- <laughs> <laughs> he was an all-star there, right? What all-star. I checked a couple weeks ago. He, his name is still number one in all the records. Wow. So good for him. Absolutely. In other news. In other news. Gawker. Here we go. There were big developments in Gawker's bankruptcy proceedings this week. The U.S. Bankruptcy <laughs> Court in the Southern District of New York approved Gawker to go to auction in August after Hulk Hogan's camp dropped an objection to some of the auction proceedings. Hogan is still pursuing individuals' actions against Gawker's founder, Nick Denton. Now, remember, Denton is on the hook for an individual judgment as part of $140 million, which was awarded to Hogan in Florida court. So if we pull our money together and buy Gawker, do we still owe, owe, owe Hogan that money? I think you, 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 you'd be on the hook for, for I don't think so. I think it's still this guy. <laughs> in other We're not names. doing that. Bobby the Brain Heaton's Twitter account is fake. What? The Twitter world rejoiced this week after an account that appeared to be the brain was started and verified. Verified is when you get that little check mark. Little check mark, yeah. And you're verified by Twitter officials at their HQ by what many believe to be the account of his wife, Cynthia Heenan, who has her own account, which is where we got news from the past about Bobby Heenan's health. Right. But it turns out the account is fake. For some reason, a person impersonated the impersonated an elderly woman on Twitter for months. And they did such a good job. Fake Bobby Heenan got a blue check mark and it was even endorsed by the WWE <laughs> and Mick Foley. <laughs> it literally went on for months, which is really sad because, I mean, watching wrestling in the 80s into the 90s and then in WCW, like Bobby the Brain Heenan was the voice before the voice was the voice. Especially since he can't SLW. talk. Yeah. Where's the perfect outlet for him? He yeah. can't speak. Yeah, he has a. He had uh, jaw cancer. He had, bottom and jaw got removed. Yeah. Like Roger Ebert. What a yeah. fucking ironic tragedy, yeah. man. So he can't talk anymore. So the well, fact he can't, that... He's like... like I mumbling. Yeah. So the fact that he's able to express himself to Twitter and people are getting behind him and following him. Like, Bobby, if you're listening there, my friend, listen, if there was a fake account, 
at least you know you have supporters who really still want yeah. to know your thoughts. Exactly. You know, want to want to hear your thoughts on the business nowadays, whether you like it, what's working for you, what isn't, because your, your opinion was was great. You know, I it remember Bobby the Brain coming out with with Ric Flair. Remember supporting him, yeah. Ric Flair at the Royal Rumble. I mean, there was just so much that he contributed to the wrestling community. The the Heenan family. My my uh, one of my favorite Bobby Heenan moments was when the, the W Hall of Fame ceremony started becoming a thing mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 20. Mm-hmm. They released a DVD of that Hall of Fame ceremony mm-hmm. separately, which mm-hmm. I have, and I bought. And I watched that. That's when Bobby Heenan got inducted, and his speech was one of the funniest speeches I've heard to this day. Wow! So uh, yeah. He has the jokes. He has the mindset for it. So he should go on Twitter. Yeah. He needs it because, like you said, he doesn't, you know, he needs to have that it's outlet. Yeah. And it's a shame. It's like, you know, his greatest weapon was taken away. Exactly. Yeah. His second greatest weapon, his mind still. The brain. The brain. <laughs> there, you <laughs> the go. brain. there you go. <laughs> well, we got Irwin here. Let's debut a new segment called Outside the Ropes. Yeah, we've been talking about Inside the Ropes. Yeah, so uh, we have Irwin here. And I think as a host of the show, it would be doing a disservice to people who are listening to limit Irwin to just uh, wrestling. Uh, yes. So let's hear his thoughts on many a topic. They're going to gonna let the dog loose. Here we go. <laughs> let's stick with sports first. Uh, you want to take the first one? All right. Uh, today is uh, Tuesday, All-Star Game, right? Podcast way early in the week, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Your friends uh, at SOW are big Mets fans, if you don't know it by now. Terry Collins. Lee in the Nationals. What are your thoughts about that? National League. Well, yeah, because the Mets made it to the World Series last year. Yeah. So is the man if the manager of the team? Oh wait, did you not know that? <laughs> I don't think he knew that, dude. Oh, okay, hold on. We're learning. Oh, okay. You're learning. You're You're learning. So good. Don't be condescending. I'm yeah, the manager. <laughs> like, uh, okay, so yet last year it was uh, the Mets and the Royals. So therefore, in the All Star Game, the National League will be managed by Terry Collins. The American League will be managed by Ned Yost. Okay, so we're watching right now. Just a little recap on Monday Night Raw. Haven't really been keeping up with the All Star Game. What are your predictions? Uh, my predictions for the All Star Game mm-hmm. is that it's an overhyped piece of shit. <laughs> no one cares about it. They they try to hype they try to hype it up by making the winner. Um, they, they give the winner um, home field advantage in the World Series, and I I don't give a fuck about the All Star Game. It's an exhibition. It's 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 not real. It's about as real as WWE and not nearly as entertaining. I Fuck the All-Star game. So which team is going to get the biggest push out of this? The biggest push? It'll probably be the National League because they have my main, my main man, Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Uh, in, the, uh, in, in the All-Star game. Dude. Uh, dinner's Bart- ready. Bartolo, Bartolo Colon's on the National League? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't on the National League originally, but Ter- Terry's got the ability to add a couple yeah. guys, and, and he added, and he added Bartolo. Boys. Yeah. Why not his boys? Um, I'm, I kind of want to get back into basketball this this coming season. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching the Knicks versus the Pacers. I think it was the finals. Okay. In the 90s. You were watching old footage, huh? It was on the TV in the hospital. There you go. And my boys, Patrick Ewing, John Starks, that era. Mm-hmm. I like that era. Tra- another tragic team. So, as a man trying to get back into the world of basketball, a lot of big news came out of free agency. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the biggest shocker? What do you think the fans will feel the most? Kevin Durant, who spent his lifetime trying to bring a championship to OKC, never did, is escaping to win a championship. Yeah. Or Dwayne Wade, who's brought three championships and now is leaving 
on his own accord. No one cares about Dwayne Wade leaving for yeah. Chicago to get really? money. The big story was is Kevin Durant leaving um, Oklahoma City to go play for because it's way State. obvious why he's leaving. It's way it's way obvious. He's a big star. Is it going to work? Is it going to work? Yeah, will, will he get that ring? I mean, eventually. I don't know if he'll get the work in the first year because you need to build chemistry. Yeah, you know, just ask LeBron James. You know, they lost in, the, in 2011 to the Mavericks. You, they, had a, they had a good conversation on. On that, another plug for any given Wednesday. Talking about Chris Bosch and um, Anthony Anderson. Okay. They're talking about how the Heat had to develop, develop the chemistry. They were the heels of wrestling. They were. They had a great... Uh, that I think was, was great. I think that was episode three. Uh, they give, give it a shot. Because LeBron's career is just one big wrestling gimmick. Yeah. As you guys both pointed out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's one big one big wrestling gimmick, man. But the, the, the big story this year in basketball is, you know, Kevin Durant going go to Golden State and... Just that show. I mean, one would think they were unstoppable. They kind of already were unstoppable, but that's why they play the games. Yeah. Hey, we have something for everyone while we're here. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, we, we started talking about Pokemon earlier. Hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of accidents going on with people just like walking around aimlessly. Are you into like video games? Like, what kind of video games are you into nowadays? I'm definitely into video games. I got the body for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not. I'm, I was never into Pokemon, but it's you know po- Pokemon Go is a brilliant idea from Nintendo. It's bringing Nintendo stock up. Yeah, Nintendo. Six billion, I think it was. Six yeah, N- Nintendo. The are biggest geniuses. rise in yeah. Nintendo's stock history. They're geniuses at resurrecting themselves. Yeah, you know they always come out with these products that are out there. They're an innovative company. I mean, I don't really care about Nintendo very much, but they mm-hmm. are fucking innovative, and you're not going to get cliched items from them. You know, you're gonna get you're gonna get the the product that's that's out there, and Pokemon Go is honestly, you know, physically actually out there. You know, it's making people play video games to go outside. I think it's uh, you know, it's it was an incredible victory. But the video games I'm into, I'm into the old fashioned type of video games where you actually have to sit down on a couch and play them. And right now, so and after right, a late night at work, you come home. Yeah, you play, what video games are you excited to play right now? The video game. I spend so much time thinking about. I, I'm I'm even avoiding getting into accidents at work because of this game because I'm thinking about it so much. Is Metal Gear Solid Five the Phantom Pain? Wow! I can't stop thinking about it. I love playing it. Playing it. It's a stealth game, and your mission. You, you're basically supposed to sneak into places. You know, achieve your objective, and you want to try to be a ghost, man. And I, I love it. I love playing it in front of my son. It's it's exciting. It's it's intense. You know when the guards think they see you and shit's about to go down. It makes my heartbeat yeah. just increase. It's a fucking it's a fucking great game, man. And I'm getting and I'm getting better and better. Does it make you a little paranoid? Like you know you you get so into the game. After a while, you become the game. <laughs> you know, are you just going into work and just like walk, watching over your shoulder, looking left and sure. looking right? Well, one seven nine, you better be watching over your shoulder. <laughs> Another question I heard a lot about this week is going back to the NBA is Tim Duncan's legacy. Mm. For me, his legacy is close to home. Um, Tim Duncan's legacy to me will be a part of a greatest tan- tandem in history. Tim Duncan, Stephen Kerr. My friend was Tim Duncan. I was Stephen Kerr. We destroyed everybody at NBA Jam in the arcade. <laughs> Shout out to Peter Pan Arcades and Bay Terrace. Um, we destroyed the computer. <laughs> Any, any comers that wanted to challenge us, we ended up beating. Really? That's cool. Because I found my sweet spot. Drain three With is Steve okay. Steve Kerr, right? Yeah. 
inside outside game. Yeah. And when some guy was caught onto it, take a three. Oh, alley oop to Tim Duncan. That's bada right. bing, my friend with a swish. That's right. That's the inside out game. Buddy. So I will always remember Tim Duncan as that greatest tandem. Nice. And uh, your thoughts on Tim Duncan? You, you mentioned it on Twitter, but on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> uh, I was hating on Tim Duncan. Just um, a little bit. Just a scotch. A little bit. I'm allowed to hate on Tim Duncan because I'm a Lakers fan and the Spurs were in the way. <laughs> you know, these Knicks fans that I'm surrounded by, you know, they respect Tim Duncan because they only played Tim Duncan twice and don't worry, got to worry about him in the um, playoffs. I played him all the time at NBA Jam. In NBA Jam, that's right. <laughs> you know, but me, I mean, I think he was one of the most boring players in the history of the nba and when he when he never got when he didn't get a call that he didn't like or a foul was called on him he would ham it up but that gets huh made the playoffs 19 every right that's impressive that's why it gets it gets swept under the rug Mm -hmm. because he was the key component on some unbelievable teams yeah and he could do it all that's why he was called the big fundamental because offensively his game was tight sky hooks from the left left hand and the right hand Bank shots that always went in. His defense was flawless. His post game was flawless. He was a hell of a rebounder, a good passer. He is one of the all time great players. Plus, that team didn't skip a beat when the Admiral retired. Did not skip a beat. Took the team on his back. It got better, especially when they added a better surrounding cast and they had Popovich. You know, um, personally, he he was such a quiet guy that he got overshadowed by Kobe and LeBron. He's got more chips than LeBron, but LeBron is a more impactful player because LeBron can go to the championship with guys that you never fucking heard of. Is that ego or just personality? Um, probably personality. And, you know, Kobe Bryant, he got overshadowed by Kobe Bryant, but he's better than Kobe Bryant. He's better than Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe Bryant, you know, when Kobe Bryant tried to lead a team on his own, the fucking Lakers sucked. Mm. Take it from me. I'm a Lakers mm. fan. Friday night Lakers beatdown. Friday night Lakers beatdown. In 2004, when the Lakers lost it, lost to the Pistons, Kobe ran Phil Jackson out of town. He got Shaq traded, and he became the main player on the team, and they fucking sucked. They didn't make the playoffs in 05. <laughs> they blew a fucking 3-1 lead against the Suns in 06. They got knocked out in 07 against the Suns again. They weren't shit until Jerry West robbed the Memphis Grizz- Grizzlies of Pau Gasol in the fucking most lopsided trade in the history of the NBA. They weren't shit until he got help so all these motherfuckers want to talk about lebron james and say he can't do things by himself he needs help motherfucker when kobe did it when kobe was by himself trying to lead the team they fucking sucked he scored 81 points in that game against a shit team he had nobody okay nobody playing defense he did it against the crap team and he he gets all this hype and all this props and when he was and, and it's just he does so many things that has been overlooked that gets conveniently swept under the rug Tim Duncan never had to deal with that bullshit. Tim Duncan quietly went to work. He averaged 20 and 10 a night. He gave you a couple blocks. He nearly fucking got a quadruple double against the Nets mm-hmm. in the fucking championship. Yep. So, Kobe is not even in his class. Wow. In his class. Good statement. Yeah. You know, people talk about you know the best player of the last 20 years. It's fucking Tim Duncan. He's the standard of the league. And I'll go and I'll go and I'll make fun of him on Facebook because I'm a hater and I'm so good at it. <laughs> yeah, very good. Like, I can go, I can goof on a motherfucker like no like no other. But you know I'll, I'll I hate the guy, but I'll give him his props. He was better than Kobe Bryant all day every day. Kobe didn't get the rebounds that he could get, but Kobe got a push, big time push, <laughs> full circle. Right? Yeah. But then he got buried. That's what it sounds like, huh? Well, he buried himself. You, you see, Kobe, and this is why, as a Lakers fan, I'm just—I just hate Kobe so much. 
you know, he was injured. And while he was injured, sitting on the bench in a suit, the Lakers gave him this unbelievable two-year contract extension mm-hmm. that totally blew up their salary cap and fucked them for the next two years. So then he overcomes these injuries and he comes back in the game in his final season. Clearly a shadow of a uh, clearly a shadow of the player he used to be. He refused to sit down. Mm-hmm. He refused to give up minutes. He refused to take less shots. He he led the team in field goal in shots taken. He also had the worst percentage of, on oh, wow. the team. Mm-hmm. He was taking the most shots. He was missing the most shots. He wouldn't sit down and let the young talent develop. Whereas Tim Duncan, on the, on the other hand, <laughs> he knew he was at the end of his rope. He knew he, knew he was 40 years old and it, it was near the end. Take a back seat. Don't be one of these fucking douchebag wrestlers you know, who just needs to hold on to the limelight. Yeah. Give, give the young guys a push. Yeah. Help the young guys grow. It's no different. It's no different from wrestling. Help the young guys. Help the Come young over. guys. Um, you know, get over out. so we can yeah. so we can make the product better. Kobe was not interested in that. That's why he takes fifty shots in his fucking final game. Mm. Brings up a question. I don't know how I feel about this. Tim Duncan retired from the NBA. No fanfare. No. No ceremony. Just like the man. But you have people like. Granted, he deserved it. Derek Jeter, you have people like Kobe Bryant, who announced before the season, Big <laughs> Poppy, they're retiring. Is that oh, to feed their egos? Like, oh, the retirement yes. tour. Get me the ceremony. Get yes. me this gift. The retirement tour, exactly. Yes. How do you feel about retirement tours as opposed to what Tim Duncan did? When you're the Spurs. Since he deserved a retirement tour. He did. Oh, yeah. He did deserve a retirement a tour, one. but he's not that kind of guy because he's so low-key. And the Spurs don't need a retirement tour because the Spurs won 67 basketball games and people are coming to see them anyway. If you're the shitty Lakers, you need a retirement <laughs> tour because you're the third worst team in the NBA. Derek Jeter? Um, nope. Yankees? That was deserved, right? Uh, I guess it was deserved. You know, when you get, listen, when you do the things that he did in the postseason, you get those chips and those rings, people love you. I just. But also, I, when Derek Jeter retired, the Yankees weren't exactly yeah. the team that they were. And back they were the exactly. You know? It's a very, very um, astute point. But I just found it weird when people announced ahead of time in the beginning of the season, "I'm retiring, so celebrate my whole career for the next six months." That's weird. <laughs> I'm going to retire from a shot of wrestling in about two years yeah. from now, guys. So I think we should start my tour. Erwin, <laughs> hate to break it to you, I'm retiring from the Slim Traffic Experience. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I found a better opportunity. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to wrap things up here. I like that outside the ropes. Yeah. I should bring that more often. Erwin, I uh, don't know if you've been listening, but Abel and I have been giving our top picks for the upcoming draft. Who we would draft. In WWE. Doing top five rounds. So far, I have John Cena, AJ Styles, and The Miz. Hmm. Green Man has. I have Roman Reigns. Seth Rollins and Rusev with Lot. So we're going to continue with round four. You have. I'm going to take my boy KO, Kevin Owens. Draft him into the Broad team. I'm going to pick. My pick with John Cena and AJ Styles, I have faces for top tier guys. With the Miz, I have the IC title. My favorite title, my favorite wrestler. Face for the mid card guys. I'm missing a face of something. Hmm. Number four, I'm picking the boss, Sasha Banks. Ooh. Mm, nice. And my fifth pick, just for shits and giggles and loyalty purposes, I'm drafting my boy, 
Zack Ryder. I'm going to do something with him. <laughs> way too yeah, high. You're going to take him. You're going to build him. Wait, you took that pick way too high. Your top tip? Your uh, fifth pick? My fifth pick is going to be someone who I need to help develop the women's division. Someone okay. I believe in. Okay. I'm going to take my girl, Becky Lynch. Okay. You have our top five. Erwin, what show are you watching? Which, well, I don't I have SmackDown. He has Raw. Well, okay. Uh, I got Roman Reigns. I'm going to watch a dude. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to watch Raw. He's got Kevin Owens. He's got, yes. he's got, <laughs> he's got Seth Rollins. Still the flagship. Um, you know, <laughs> you do have some guys. You do have some guys that I do like, but like those two are just, they're just great to watch. Well, I ask you to do me a favor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Stay tuned to your Facebook because our supplemental draft's coming up soon. <laughs> and which we'll release our picks 6 to 10. You guys are taking this real seriously. I dig <laughs> and it. maybe I will win you over. Mm, nice. There's a reason Raw is called the flagship show. It, it has the primetime players. He's Not, got Cena, though, man. A lot of people watch because of him. AJ Styles. No. Sasha okay. Banks. Yeah, how, how's that working out for you, buddy? I have uh, the future of, of the industry. Seth Rollins. Whatever. I'll tell you, that's so interesting, though, to see, like, It'd be interesting to see AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins and those guys. It'd be interesting to see anybody versus Kevin Owens. The guy is great. It has not been interesting to see Kevin Owens versus something. Really? It's been boring. The promos are okay, but the matches are like, I I don't care about either one of those guys. Oh, man. Hmm. Kevin Owens is great. I love love watching him. great. Because Sami Zayn, something's missing. I just don't, doesn't hold my interest. He has a je ne sais quoi. He doesn't Uh, have it. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy Lame. Sammy Lame. Sammy that's 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 his new name. Mean, got it. All right, so we have a good top five here. I like it. Um, that's all I got. You want to head into break here? Yeah, let's go. Um, we'll we'll come, come back to something really juicy. Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait. See you uh, in a few minutes. I'm a bad man. 
something juicy when we came back you did you better deliver i very you know what the only way this show could get any juicier is to throw it back to the voice in so black lives matter oh that's off topic i thought that was outside the road we moved on go for it the voice reviews and this week of the voice reviews he'll be reviewing the tna segment of the final deletion between Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy. Did you, caught it? Did you catch it? What did you think? Something different. Everybody's talking about it. It was, it was something different. Uh, I thought it was funny. I thought it was goofy. Um, and I, I enjoyed it, especially when they started firing the Roman candles at each other. Because I don't know if you know this. As a little kid, when, when your big brother fucking grabs a Roman candle and, and lights it and points it at you, it's scary as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and the Hardys were able to capture that. Did you wow. did you just watch the match or did you catch any of the storyline leading up to all that? I saw all I saw was the match. Okay. I didn't really need that storyline. But again, it was it, it was weird, like um one of the Hardy guys, I don't know if it was Matt or Jeff, he had this weird accent going on. That was Matt, yeah. It was Matt Weird accent. What is that? Doing this weird thing. I don't know Hot what it wife, is. Is it English? Is it like <laughs> South South English. African? South African? Wow. South African yeah. <laughs> okay. South African. He had this South African accent going on. He he was he was doing this like obviously doing this eternal vibe thing because and and this made me laugh. I couldn't stop laughing when he said this. And when he goes, now I will summon Brother Nero with Brother this Nero, yeah. By playing <laughs> by playing on this fiddle on this violin, give it to me by my good friend Antonio Stradivari. <laughs> and then he breaks out the violin and plays it poorly. I, I you know I thought that was so funny. That was his real playing. It was it wasn't dubbed. That was him. Really I bet playing. it was. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know shit about Natural. violin playing. You know, and it was it was that alone was worth the weight of gold. It was so funny. It was great to watch. It, okay. The wrestling was good. Um, you know, video the, quality, production quality. Liked. I thought the editing was great. That's why. And and I was telling Abel this via text. I think it's the way of the future. Okay. Why do you say that? I think it's I think it's the way of the future because there's certain Free wrestlers stuff like that. There's certain wrestlers that would benefit from it. I think the labor. I think the wrestlers themselves would benefit greatly from it. Pre-taped or stuff like that. Because pre-taped SmackDown's been pre-taped for years. Stuff like that, and they helped helped wrestlers who botched more like film quality stuff like stuff like film quality because okay. these wrestlers these wrestlers desperately need a union and when and I'm th- I'm coming from this from the labor approach 
They desperately need a union. They're doing pre-taped scripted events that are edited with with scripted lines. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're acting. If that doesn't make you a fucking mm-hmm. member of screen mm-hmm. of the Screen Actors Guild, what doesn't? Put them in the Screen Actors Guild Pretty because strong. they are actors. I was thinking about this. If you think about, you know, think about Broadway. They've got to have a union. Those right. Broadway performers got to have a union. Right. To me, there is absolutely no difference between the wrestler and the Broadway performer. No. Oh, no, there's a, there's that, a big that's difference. A very good, no, that's a good comparison. A big What's difference. Go ahead. Broadway is eight, Broadway. Shows, eight shows a week in one theater. Wrestlers are traveling 300 days a year, putting their bodies on the line. They're sacrificing their bodies? Yeah, still read the meal, damn it. <laughs> See, but, but, you, but, but, but you get my point here. I, I'm exactly at your point, yeah. It, they need, if anybody needs a union, it's fucking wrestlers, and I think this is the fucking key for them. They need to, if, if I was labor... They they should uh, they would embrace the uh, the these um, pre recorded scripted edited segments. How would the unions work? Is it WWE has their own union or wrestlers in general have their own union? How Wrestler, if the WWE has their own union, then it's not technically technically no. union. It yeah. would be it would be management. Management. They okay, would yeah. have they would have their own union. Gotcha. Um, but okay, so that's it for the labor point. But I think story wise. It's fantastic because we were watching Raw earlier, and you saw Dolph Ziggler. I don't, I, I don't know if it was Dolph Ziggler, but somebody did a move on Dolph Ziggler, and you said it didn't work. Like, oh yeah, yeah, look- uh, about to the Rio. Yeah, did a uh, uh, stomach buster. Stomach buster, and it, it didn't oh, connect, yeah. and you could tell it didn't connect. Right. Well, if you're editing, if you're editing it, if you're doing pre-taped it, if you're pre-taping it, then it, then you're going to show perfection. Yeah. That's what SmackDown was doing. What, Say again? That's what SmackDown was doing. Oh, fantastic! No, but if, they, if they but botched they were, an ending, if they messed up a move, they, they would, would come up and do back, it again, redo it, and move, go about their way. If crowds were booing, still when they didn't want to boo, they would pipe in cheers. Oh, yeah. the, crowd, yeah. the crowd was dead. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Pipe in cheers. Yeah, I mean that's that's like Orwell, nineteen eighty four. That was the three things that would bring the guys back to re-edit it, or not not bring them back, but have the guys say, "Do it again." Um. So. About like the script, like you like. Scripted. Did you like the whole script of the final deletion of yeah. Brother Nero? I, I I loved it. I thought it was fun. You know, the, did you it like it when Willow watch. came back? Did you see Willow reappear from the water? I didn't get okay. Up to that. that sounds amazing. That sounds another <laughs> because Jeff thing. Hardy has a different persona. Oh, that's right, Willow. <laughs> that you More know, importantly. Matt Hardy. Um, Sweeney Todd, which I like to call him, just kind of just he threw him in the water and he reappeared as Brother Nero. See, but that's as, why, as, as, as Willow. That's why this is cool because you can. That's why that's why the scripted events are cool because you can really do that. Yeah, you know, you can do cool shit like that. And I'm thinking of the wrestlers that would benefit from that. I, you know, last year Mike and I, Mike and I have been speaking about this. Um, I've always talked about this with Mike. Um, the whole Roman Reigns versus Bray Wyatt thing mm-hmm. when Bray Wyatt kidnapped quote unquote kidnapped his daughter right. and showed Roman Reigns a picture of it mm-hmm. like that would be fantastic in a scripted event where you get Roman Reigns to the compound there's only so get- much you could do in a ring only right? so much and <laughs> where are you going to take my imagination right this, if you're my- if you're going to fill in three hours of wrestling yes. where yes. are you going to take my imagination because yes. there's that's, only so much you yes. could do in the ring that's why that's why I, I what, could see that that's why this is the key What's that? Um, the Me- the Mexican wrestling company, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. That's why what they did changed the game. Yeah. So I mean, 
it's incredible. You like, could you imagine? You know, you give Roman Reigns. It's almost like a movie where Roman Reigns has to get his daughter back, and he's in this really fucked up, dark situation. Like True Detective, he's got to get his fucking girl back. He's getting darker and darker and fucked up by this, and he actually ends up killing one of them. You know, to get it to, or maybe he kills Bray Wyatt, and the spirit of Bray Wyatt returns, and right. now he's got to deal with with this. I love it. You know, love the, it. the fucking. You need to be their writer. The, possi- <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Yeah, Irwin on the ground. You could do anything. You could do anything. <laughs> do your own Which, show. Yeah. By the way, considering my job, Irwin always is on the ground. It's a very good play on words. Thank you very much. But um, I think, like I said, I love it. I think what Lucha the, Underground and what TNA is doing, and you saw the WWE actually. It's like I'm in the fucking writers' room, like. Like the WWE, I was saying to myself this would work fantastic with Bray Wyatt, and they went and did a fucking segment like that with Bray Wyatt. Yeah, it's the, the next logical step. You, you were here, here. You were here talking to Abel about that. I'm like, I'm staring at my computer screen, like, holy shit, he's fucking right. Holy shit. Wait, <laughs> right. wait a minute, because you just called it. You called everything. Right. Two minutes later, bada bing, bada boom. How you doing? You saw everything. You know why? Because Enable, you send this text to me. That's the path of fiction. Mm-hmm. You know, people people want to diss wrestling mm-hmm. like it's this this goofy bullshit event. It's not. It's actually a fucking pretty cool fictional event. Yeah. There's no difference between this and Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if, if you like Game well, of Thrones. Well, don't they have the banners for. Uh, for <laughs> well, Battleground, they have Battleground, banners now. Yeah. You know? So it's like they're playing off a little yeah, bit of the they're theme. They're feeding of the... off. Yeah, of course. So I'm, I'm a total fan of it. Please, it's the future. It's good for labor, it's good for business. It'll get casual guys like watching. I think it's great. Did it make you want to see what happens next? Fuck yeah! Oh, yeah. Dude, at the end of that Bray Wyatt sketch uh, bit when the fucking lights turn on and you got the fire fireflies and, and their fucking creepy goat mask. <laughs> and, you know. So that means it worked. It absolutely worked. What didn't work. Here we go. Hold on. Give me volume. I need to hear my music. <laughs> Here hear my music. we go. <laughs> I need to hear my music. The voice Stone is cold. up. <laughs> Alright, you can lower it again. <laughs> I'll lower it minutely because we're still playing in the background. Uh, so, what didn't work in that bit, instead of going to commercial, after, like Bray Wyatt says, follow. Here we go. Exactly. And yeah, I think it was Abel's point too, yeah. Bray, Bray Wyatt says, follow. All right, when Bray Wyatt says "follow" and you show that weird that that weird the little bumper, the uh, uh-huh. bumper, you got to go to commercial. Yeah, don't go to fucking Michael Cole and Jay. Let JBL. me digest it. You, you know, let let my yes. imagination go yes. wild. You have you know? to. Yes, Abel, Abel. Once again, you guys are on fucking point. That's why I love this show. You've got to let me digest it. Hey, we love you too. Love <laughs> <laughs> your own theme song. <laughs> you, you've got That's to let true. me. That don't show me. Don't show me corny ass Brian Saxton. Okay, he's getting better though. Is he? He's I think not. So. You got no, to I'm be a fan funny. Of Byron. He's getting better. Yeah. I don't know why. Hey, you, why you, do you got three guys? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get three guys. Two yeah. guys. I get two guys. Two guys. Maybe two guys. Two guys. Because you need a because it's that's how comedy works. You got the straight man and you got the, the uh, color. exactly the, the, the ham. Color. Okay. And JBL's well, the first ham. dude has worked. Oh. Yeah, Brian Saxon ain't as funny as that. <laughs> he's Larry. He's Larry. <laughs> he's Curly. He's Mo. He's Larry. Well, it sounds like there's some things you liked and some things you didn't like uh, from Monday Night Raw, which leads us to our next point. Let's go right into Raw Cheers and Heels.
Shot of Wrestling presents Raw Cheers and Heels. So, here we go. Erwin, do you have any Raw Cheers and Heels for me? Because you didn't watch Raw until tonight. Um, the, There's no, you have no paper, no notes? No paper, no notes, you know, and obviously... It's coming off the dome. I yeah. guess the... Are we starting off with cheer? Uh, anything you want, boss. I guess we'll, I guess we'll, I'll start off with a cheer. Um, me accurately predicting that Darren Young would be in the final four. Yeah, of predicted that Battle the Royal. final four of Once the again, Battle Royal. Yeah, Holy here, shit! Staring at my notes, staring at the screen, <laughs> like, and you, you're telling Abel your final four. I'm like, Holy shit! Yeah, and I'm glad they went. I'm glad they went with Darren Young because why are they pushing him? I mean, give, give, <laughs> why? Why? Why are they doing all this? Give him, give him a fucking me. shot. And it was in the year also. It was. It was. Fun. I'm sorry. The cheer. It was funny seeing Bob Backlund get in there and, and pick Robinson. up Darren Young. Right. That still was got it. He still got it. He still got it. Bobby Backlund's back though. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, keep we, him we around. Ta- we talked a, a few weeks ago about Chris Jericho transcending generations. He was part of the Attitude Era. Yeah. He was part of the Monday Night Wars, and he's doing freaking amazing. As like the ultimate heel right now in the Drink new era. Drink it in, baby. You know? Drink it in. <laughs> Drink it in. <laughs> Did you see my post with Brock Lesnar at the weigh-in? He's just good, drinking yeah. it in. Yeah, he opened his arms up. Um, but yeah, talk about someone who's transcending generations. Bobby Backlund is back, and <laughs> he is. I thought he he was great, even was better like, than Darren Young. Yeah, because Darren Young's. I guess I don't know. The personality isn't there. That these guys need to hire comedy writers. I'm telling mm. you. All right, if you don't got a personality, spend the extra money, get a comedy writer. You need it. It's also cool that like. I know who Bobby Backlund is. You two know who Bobby Backlund is. These young guys don't. Right. Who the hell is this guy? Go to the network, starts <laughs> Bobby Backlund, yeah. thinking it gives him a whole new, gives him a whole That's new right. fan base. You keep Absolutely. him relevant. Which is pretty him. interesting. Yeah. Bring some value to your Intercontinental Championship belt signed by Bobby Backlund. That's great. <laughs> uh, Abel, you got any cheers and heels for me? Um, well, while we're talking about Bobby Backlund, I'm a heel on the intro to Raw, which was this whole battle royal. At first, I, I liked it because it was something different. It was yeah. the show was starting off with something different um, that I've never seen before, like a battle royal. All right, cool. It's not just a match. It's not a promo. All right. But then, as I was starting to like it, then I realized there's a reason that Raw does not start with a battle royal. Ah. There's too many people to come in. Mm-hmm. The only people, the only person who I saw an intro entrance to right. was Apollo Cruz. Well, my thing and is, if we're gonna sell, if we're gonna yeah. sell Darren Young, why don't you make sure he gets an intro? You had the Andre the Giant trophy on the outside. Give Baron Corbin an intro. If you're gonna you have a battle royal on Raw, the beginning is the perfect place to do it because you have to fucking go through the intros. But if you're gonna have Apollo Crews intro, like you said, they should have had at least Baron Corbin's intro. Dar- uh, Darren Young's intro, I do not mind not being there as a surprise. I, I uh, To be honest yeah, with you, I didn't know he was part of exactly. the Battle Royal until the very end. If you, you had the intro, like, oh, Darren Young is there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, so finally. His, his he intro, made his debut. Not being there was not a problem, but you're right. His the tro- stupid cheddar cheese trophy was there. Mm-hmm. They should have had Baron Corbin's intro, you're right. The only thing that saved this battle royal was the Miz, man, and his hot wife. That's Maurice. my cheers. Che- cheers <laughs> to the Miz. Once again, cutting a fucking great promo. Once again, being the greatest thing going on Raw right he now. He is. He really is. And I'm also going to cheer Darren Young winning. It's a pleasant surprise. Great for his character. Great for his gimmick. And finally, somewhat of a payoff. He's not going to win. 
you know it's not going to happen. But it's going to pay off to this month of promos. Finally to see him in action. And great way to see him in action by being the number one contender to the Yeah, title. what a great push. Coming great from push, yeah. just vignettes all the way Lots to your... after This will be your Sh- second match. After yeah. Shitty making- pro- promos, promo, promos, no intro. That's Bob Beckland. Is, is, is Darren Young in there? <laughs> I didn't see him. And then he wins... And now Great he has a championship this match. Character. Yeah. So I got two cheers. So I'm going to pass out to Erwin. You got a cheers or heels? Uh, I'll give a heel. My man, R Truth, getting knocked out, man. Uh, Can we show him some love, please? I didn't. I, he, What's up? <laughs> not not, not R Truth. Not R Truth. But I was listening to his, his rap intro last week with Goldust. It was funny because they had the fucking bouncing it's ball. It's a karaoke. It's like mm-hmm. WWE karaoke. <laughs> it's funny. I don't like it. I was getting, well, <laughs> the lyrics may not be the best, but I, I love the beat. I love I love the whole thing. I think he's great, but whatever. They they he's got him. Entertaining. He's got he's got something. Yeah. For he's, an older guy, he's doing pretty well for himself. Like he started his 50. career yeah, he started his career 50? in his late thirties. So guys, we wish we could look like that when he was fifty. We, yeah. we wish we could look like that now. That guy's fucking shredded. Yeah. Get something else for me, boss? Um, cheer or heel? Don't matter. Cheer? Let me... Uh, Give me another heel. The, my the, cheer. The, my no cheer one. is Dana Brooke taking off all that fucking mm. heavy makeup, yeah. man, and going with a kind of natural look. Oh, my God. Dana Brooke's smoking hot She right is now. so hot. Got, she got tall package. Beautiful face. Beautiful body. She... Man, she oh, was so hot. Banging, man. She's such a fucking catch. Where's her hotness going to get her, though? Oh, because all right, because her ring, her well, that was a different generation. Back in the day, you had Trish Stratus, you had Sable, you had um, Lita. You know, they were selling the sex appeal. They were selling the valets who were getting a little bit more aggressive. But nowadays, you have Sasha Banks, you have Charlotte, you right. have Natalia, and they're selling wrestling. These women's are wrestling, fighting. and Dana Brooke needs to pick up her game. She's, she's got a great look. But she's got to be able to back it up in the ring. I don't think she's got it just yet. Just yet. I was just talking about it from an aesthetic point of view. But your point is completely valid. I mean, I'm a big Sasha Banks fan myself. GM, take it over. Yeah. All right, bro. While we're talking about intros. Okay, bro. I'm a heel. This is going to be my biggest heel. I'm going to just drop a bomb right now. Pipe bomb. Brock Lesnar. Just won UFC 200. All right. This is probably the one moment, no, the second moment that he's been the most relevant in his career. The first moment was probably defeating the Undertaker at WrestleMania. The who? And ending Undertaker at WrestleMania and ending the streak. All right. Since then. In his career? Since, yeah, absolutely. He came back, he beat the Undertaker, and he was big. Okay. He just went into the UFC. He returned to the octagon. And this was after five, five, six years, right? Five years. And he defeated Hunt. Why did WWE Raw not start with either a promo, a Hmm. mention of Brock Lesnar? This was just the night before. This just happened this past weekend. You want to make money. You have. People who tune into UFC 200 who were interested wrestling fans because of Brock Lesnar. And now, because of Brock Lesnar, you have USC fans, a new audience, maybe wanting to turn to Monday Night Raw to say, hey, let me see what this guy Brock Lesnar is going to do on Monday Night Raw. 
no mention until a little vignette about his press conference. I wanted Brock Lesnar there. If you mentioned to me earlier, well, Brock Lesnar maybe got hurt a little bit. You know, yeah, it's a real fight. You know, maybe, maybe he shouldn't have been there. Give me Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman could have come don't, in and cut a promo and said how great Pro- Brock Lesnar is, how he's the beast, don't how, show how, don't, how don't great show he's going to be at SummerSlam. He's going to defeat Randy Orton. By the anything. way, speaking of that. Money left on the table. I just I, feel like that was money left on the table by amongst the WWE. A lot of people wanted to see. They dropped the ball here, too. Have Randy Orton come out in UFC 200. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think of that, that either, angle. Yeah. Either, either RKO him. Or just pop out and <laughs> greet him. Yeah, as but he that, comes out. that requires so much fucking coordination, man. And now, he, like, so they've got to work out. All right, if Brock Lesnar wins, so Joe Rogan, hey, Brock, you just won, blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, I'm a white guy, I'm the Jack, world peace, blah blah blah. And all of a sudden, he turns around, Ar- bam, Ar- 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 out of nowhere. That would have been right, but that's what Abel's talking about left on the table, which is why what he says makes sense because they should let the two businesses work together. And Absolutely. fucking make some more money because that would be that would be hot. They're about to have to. Yeah, they they should. I mean, what you mentioned makes complete sense. Instead, instead they they opened up with a let's face it, a completely predictable battle royale. Yeah, <laughs> you predicted it. Predict- you know, yeah, you predicted it. Predicted for the final four. He did predict it. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, it complete. It was completely predictable. I didn't, predict I didn't predict him winning. And what you're saying, what you're saying about leaving the money on the table does make sense. It's weird that they didn't do that because I would think the guys at WWE, money is at the forefront of their minds. Absolutely. I, you know, I would imagine they're constantly thinking about it, but they're not. Like that makes a lot more sense. If the, I wasn't a WWE fan and I was a UFC fan or um, an MMA fan, and I tune into Monday Night Raw just to see what this Brock Lesnar is all about or what his wrestling background is all about. As soon as I saw that battle royale, I would have tuned out. I wouldn't even have that gotten past the battle royale. Well, let's plug. I mean, like, what is this? WWE2K17 promoted was a sponsor for UFC 200. So nice product placement. Yeah, so it shows them working together. It's weird that they wouldn't take it to the next step. Yeah, another one for me. That is that is my biggest heel of the night. I, I, I agree with you, Mixons. But I, I have a cheer because I've been healing out a little bit. I'm gonna cheer Zack Ryder, your boy, updating his music. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Did you notice that he updated his music? That's He's, my next he, cheer. So he, yeah, <laughs> we mentioned last week on how important it is for a wrestler to evolve. Hmm. It's all about changing small things, little by little, year by year, month by month. To create a new like character, the Miz. you don't want to just all of a sudden be one person and then the next night on Raw be someone else. You don't want to. It's my last cheer because he comes out and goes, woo, woo, woo. What's it happen? All of a sudden, here, it's like a slower theme. He's it's getting now a little like, edgier, a little it, rockier. Which to me, I cheered because that means they're putting stock into him. Mm. Yeah. They're putting time and effort and money to revamp his music yeah which means they're going to revamp him hopefully and he came up with a more aggressive, aggressive. tone and i said which a couple i weeks cracked ago, up when seamus was like hold on, on. take it easy there yeah. what are you doing hope he's one of the benefits like i said hope he's one of the benefactors of this brand split then he'll get some of that spotlight so sorry i saw your cheers maybe you have another one on your list i got mostly i had cheers I'm going to cheers my boy, Breeze Dango. (laughs) 
Right. You mean going Fabrice. Going nowhere. That's a better name, right? <laughs> Just switch yeah, it around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> going nowhere, not going to do anything. Well, like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I like that they're unified with the same uniforms. Same intro music. Combined both of theirs is great. They're just hilarious. Like I said a couple weeks ago, just just have them cut backstage promos because they're hilarious. I'm going to turn heel on the Enzo Cass Club interaction. Oh wow! I'm going You're a big uh, Enzo Cass fan. This is surprising. I'm going to stick with my heels past couple weeks of the club and just eliminate John Cena and insert Enzo and Cass. It's boring. Nothing happens. Enzo and Cass had a great interaction with the club on SmackDown previous week. Very entertaining. I literally LOL'd. <laughs> but on Raw, I got nothing. Sorry to see, because they had so much potential with these guys. Didn't deliver. Do you think that Enzo and Cass would benefit from the brand split? Separating? Split, yeah. No, not at all. They're, they're right on the hot. Struck with irons hot. Give them something. I mean, because, I mean, Big Cass, obviously, when Enzo was away on his concussion injury, and when Enzo he did came really back, well. When Enzo came back, I think I said this, he kind of took a step back. Put them together works for the time being. Separate them maybe next year. Just give them a year together. Give them time to grow. Develop and grow. Separate yeah. them? What? What are we talking about here? Separate Enzo and Cass? Really? Eventually. Not now. Eventually. They got to what? Well, I'm sorry to break the news to you, but one of the rumors is that the New Day may be getting separated. Oh, oh. sorry to hear that. <laughs> I know. Are we getting more cheers or heels for me? Well, that news that I just heard <laughs> is every heel. Um, cheer the uh, Bray Wyatt uh, uh, New Day um, whole movie that they had that they showed us. That was fucking awesome. Them at the compound, you know. Uh, Braun Strowman, I think, benefited greatly from that oh. because you really got to see him just fucking beast the fuck out yes. on everybody. Yeah, did he get did he get thrown into the window or something <laughs> yeah. or threw somebody? In it was he, he charged into the window. He yeah. charged the window, and that's that's when I did my Daniel Bryan. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. It was great, man. Kofi, Kofi, uh, looking like he was RG3. getting drowned in the mud. Um, uh, Xavier looking like RG three. It was good, man. I, I, that was definitely a cheer. Heels. Heels. Um, I don't know. It's kind of fast. Yeah, Shame is fucking winning. That's a heel. <laughs> great, great heel. Uh, GM, you got anything else? Um, I'm a cheers. The Seth Rollins report. Okay. Okay. Because Seth Rollins, you know, I love the guy. Former WWE champion. Did a great job at serving a great promo. Like throwing a softball right into Dean Ambrose um, yeah, and, build, and building him up um, and pretty much making uh, Roman Reigns relevant more than Roman Reigns could do for himself in the last two weeks. Like this guy <laughs> has been out of TV, but Seth Rollins has found a way to said, really. I said the same exact thing with Xavier Woods and Bray Wyatt last week. So it's funny how you <laughs> brought it back. Yeah, I mean, Seth is great. And, and I'm cheering the Seth Rollins report because he paid tribute to. to a shot, shot of, wrestling of wrestling in a way that he conducted his interview. He, First thing he, I thought of. He's actually been listening to the show. Um, if you didn't catch it. Woo, he, woo, woo. <laughs> Erwin knows it. Um, if, if you saw Monday Night Raw, you saw the, the cold edits 
of old interviews between Roman Reigns and Michael Cole. And Michael Cole. But then he took those answers and he changed the question. He Frankensteined them. Yes, very similar to my interview with with Big Man. Big Man. Or like my interview with that page was legit. Yeah. Oh, keep selling it. Um, But thank you, Seth Rollins. I appreciate it. Shout outs to you. Great cheers on that. I'm um, also cheers the E for showing TNA and Lucha Underground on how they a film pre-recorded dark fight should look on location. Okay, because mm-hmm. I know you saw the Mad Hardy and Jeff Hardy match and final deletion, and it was a little soft. Okay, how'd you spell that? Hmm. <laughs> I don't want to get too loud on the mic, but okay, it was cool. a little soft. And I feel like the WWE really took their power. You know, you mentioned earlier how they may have innovated it. They, they may have been bringing something right. new to the table. Lucha Underground is also innovating and bringing something new to the table. But the WWE, right. man, is a fucking juggernaut. Yes. You know, they'll take your innovation and be like, you know what? Yes. That is a great idea. But let me show you how it's really done. That's the path <laughs> of every. That's the path they'll of every great, thing. Something great make it greater. Yes. yes. And I think that's exactly what they did with that promo. And some people on the net have been complaining on the fact that the WWE stole the idea. Oh, well. You know, I ask you this, guys. How long? That was a beautiful program between the Boya family and the New Day. Mm -hmm. How long does it take to produce that? You don't just come up to it. You don't. You don't just see Final Deletion a week before Monday Night Raw and say, you know what? That looks great. Let's do that. With a new day, and you know they've been building. I mean, although up. I, heard, I did hear Copacabana and then change it to a song within a day, so maybe <laughs> they could do that. But I see your point. No, I, dude, I, the, it was a build to it. And they were going I, with Xavier Woods, looking weird, looking yeah, like he oh. was turning. Well, to your to your point of how long have they had it? Don't don't think the WWE guys, you know, in the writers' meeting or you know the creative minds, don't think they're not looking at. The competition and seeing what they're doing, they're probably friends with the competition. Probably, too, you know, that's what I you agree. do. That's what you do. You see, we want to see what else. It's a you small know, world. Like take take a Madonna for instance. Madonna is constantly going to clubs, finding out what's the new thing that's hopping, mm-hmm. so she can make a song out of it. You know, just a little take from the beats. That's no different from what the WWE is doing. Those guys saw what um, Lucha Underground did, what TNA did, and they and they finally decided to say, "All right, time for us to get involved." And like here. you said, voice, it's the future. Correct. I'm going to cheers the Rollins report, not only for what you said, for the comedic value <laughs> in it. Rain, uh, Rollins interviewed Reigns. When they showed Reigns, a pop-up graphic showed his name. Roman Reigns, three-time WWE champion with an asterisk. Because he was suspended. <laughs> and the next one was, not a bad guy. He's not a good guy. He's the suspended guy. <laughs> great comedic great comedic digs, great comedic jabs. It was well done. And following that, great promo between Rollins and uh, Ambrose sold their rivalry. I don't need Reigns. Well, that, well Rollins that has was, been saying you don't need Reigns since the beginning. That promo just sold me that match in and, in and of itself. I'm gonna, I have one more heel left. I'm going to just run the gamut here. I have a heel. Um, why does everyone want to run SmackDown Live? <laughs> Shane came back specifically 
wanting to run the flagship Raw. That's a great point. Yet he wanted MJP. to run SmackDown <laughs> Live. Because it's the new program. He, just, he, he went through hell in a cell at WrestleMania right. to Lost. run Raw. That's Brought a back, great point. Came back to host Raw, run Raw, and now he wants to run SmackDown. What? He came back to run Raw, bro. SmackDown needs juice, but what you're saying makes a ton of sense. That's all I got, so you guys can run the gamut. Erwin, your turn. Um, I don't even know if... What, what am I on? A heel or a cheer? doesn't matter. What have we got left? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm good, man. I, I've, I've said it all. GM. All right. My last one is I'm a heel on the commissioners and the GM dynamic. I just think yeah, it's that too was com- weird, yeah. I just think it's too confusing. First, you call them a COO. Which and makes then- sense. And yeah, and I, I would have rolled with that. I would have been fine. But then you changed it to a commissioner. Okay. All right. All right. I'm cool. I'm following along. But then you're telling me that the commissioner is going to have their own GM. So because the commissioner is not running the program, it's running the brand. The brand. You know what? In, in my job, there there there's a GM, and you know I'm the AGM. So maybe there should be AGMs too, and maybe there should be like floor supervisors. And, and you know, uh, people who who just do the operation. So like operation officers, like really, just we'll keep it happens, clean. Yeah. It's getting too confusing. And I so hope. So does this mean we won't see Stephanie and Shane on the regular? I I don't think you will, my oh, friend. So either I don't think you. What sucks with Stephanie's gold? Monday night WWE Raw television show average a three point seventeen million viewers according. To Zabit. Uh, Who? Zabit. Okay. Who? (laughs) Viewership was up, guys. Viewership was up this week. 2.658 million average from the week before. Um, But then again, they were going against the July 4th episode, which totally sucked. And fireworks and (laughs) barbecues and parties. So it's like their throwaway (laughs) show. So damn right. You should be up. And if you weren't. There'd be a problem. In my Big opinion, problem. they shouldn't even make these guys do a 4th of July show. Let them enjoy the holiday. Yeah. Pre-tape it. Pre-tape That's it. why they need a fucking union. That's right, Pedro. Let them stay home. For God's sakes. You Pedro make these guys travel so. all the time. All right. Um, so there we are. I agree. Erwin, you ever watch uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Yeah. You're a big game show guy. <laughs> Oh, we know so, about... So you're familiar with Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? I'm familiar were with you, it, yes. Were you on that show, too? I was not. Oh. Thank, thank God I wasn't. I'm not smarter <laughs> than a fifth grader. All right. Well, I guess it's time to see how well you do. Oh, God. So, Erwin, uh-oh. it is time. I hate when you guys do this to me. <laughs> for Are You Smarter Than the Green Man? Yes. Why yes. you want to have him smoke me yes. in another quiz show, yes. man? <laughs> there are five categories, two questions each. I automatically win. Category win. one, sports athletes in the WWE. Brock Lesnar. The Rock, Monday Night Raw, and the Intercontinental Championship. Each category has two questions. 
ranging in value. So here's your game card. Thanks. So it's yeah. 10 questions. You have three lifelines. <laughs> Lifeline one, you can skip the question. Lifeline two, you can peek at Green Man's answer. All right. Lifeline three <laughs> is cheap. You can take Green Man's answer without looking at it. I don't know Are you ready you, to play? I don't know if you've been following along, but I, I haven't had that much luck on game shows with Michael Hates lately. Well, wow. that guy you're not playing. <laughs> well, his questions are tough. All right, so so each so. question has a denomination value. 100 is Wartz, 200 is Brock Lesnar, 300 is The Rock, 400 for Raw, and 500 for the IC Championship. All right, so let's, go with, uh, let's start with the IC Championship because I'm probably not going to get that one right anyway. All right. Get so it up. Greenman's going to play along for 500 points. Who was the first Intercontinental Champion? God. Greenman, <clears throat> lock in your answer. Erwin. If you watch Raw on the regular, they say it all the time. Well, you know, I fast forward that shit all the time, <laughs> man. That's true. I fast forward so much. Uh, you, have, you don't lose anything, but you have three lifelines. Uh, I'm going to go with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. It was Pat Patterson. Ooh. Sorry. Still have the board in your hands. I do? Yeah. You're the only one playing. All he's, right. your, he's your help here. Oh, I could have gone to him? Yeah, you have three lifelines. Skip the question. Peek at his answer or copy So his I'm answer. not playing against Abel? No. It's no. all you, baby. Because your point value, whatever you win tonight, is the top. Number one spot. Are you smarter than a green man? All right. Next guess we have plays this game has to beat your score. All right. Let's go with raw. Raw for four hundred. In what building was the raw? Was the first raw held? It was held in the same building for the first year. That's right. And I used. To, I remember. I remember. And I remember feeling weird when I stopped watching raw. And when I started again, it was in a different location. Locked in your answer? I locked in my okay. answer. I'm I ready to go. That was quick. The question. I feel like quick. it was in a ballroom somewhere. Okay. Um, and I'm going to throw it to Abel here. What, are you going to peek or copy his answer? I'm going to copy his answer. You're going to copy. You, you have to take his answer. Yeah, I'll take his answer. Okay. Green Man, what did you write down? The Manhattan Center? That's correct. Yeah. <laughs> On the scorecard, Irwin has 400 points. Yeah, I, I was going to go with Irving Plaza, but I didn't because I didn't know which one it was in particular. But it was definitely one of those like uh, like Hammerstein ballrooms, That's Irving right. Plaza type deals. The, so yeah, that, that was points. when uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan was not allowed to go back into the, yeah, the right. show. Irwin, you have control of the board here. Uh, let's go with The Rock. The Rock. He's going to work our way down. Who drafted The Rock to SmackDown with the first overall pick in the very first draft in 2002? Who drafted the SmackDown by SmackDown? Uh, Who's in charge of SmackDown? I guess I'll take a peek at his answer. Oh, man, two lifelines. Of course. <laughs> I'm going to use a lifeline. What do you got? What, do you, what, do you have? what did you write? He's going to peek at it. Yeah. So, what so he have? doesn't have to take well, it. I just no. peeked. What do you have? I have Ric Flair. Okay. He says Ric Flair. Do you agree with that answer? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Ric Flair. It's better than anything I could come up with. Ric <laughs> Flair was in charge of Raw. Oh, Vince McMahon drafted Vince. The Rock. You know, I was going to start writing Vince McMahon. God damn you. But then I, I got confused. Oh, when you're in control. Yeah. How many points does he have? 
Yeah, Only 400. Three. 400, okay. Four, oh. Uh, let's go with Brock Lesnar. Who did he defeat to win his first UFC heavyweight championship? Randy Couture. Correct. You still have one left, then skip the question, by the way. What's that, 300? That is 200. You're in control. Uh, let's go with Brock Lesnar again. He is the youngest person to win the WWE Championship. At what age did he do so? 25? Get, get the question, or you can walk away. Oh. But 25 is correct. Really? 200 points. Nice. Nice. What's Good his job. total? What's Go his total now? That was, dude. That was complete. Wow. That was complete calculation. Like a free, he went to college. <laughs> I know he went to college. Had to be there for a while. And how, how many points does he have? You're you're good at finance. Then uh, you're at eight hundred, Erwin. All right, Erwin. You have one IC left, one Raw left, one Rock left, two Sports Stars left. Yeah, let's work our way up. Um, Intercontinental Championship for five hundred points. Who holds the record? For the most intercontinental championship reigns. Uh, I'm going to go with Macho Man. You can skip the question or walk away. Nah, I'll, I'll go with Macho Man. I'll take a guess. Chris Jericho. Uh, with nine. Wow. Ooh. Your boy, Chris nine. Jericho. Nice. So how many points does he have? Still. You're at 800 still. Right. One Raw, one Rock, and two Sports. Raw. Who was finally revealed to be the anonymous Raw general manager? Um, from the events that just happened? Um, a couple years ago, yeah. Who was the Raw anonymous general manager? Oh. You can skip the question or you can... I'm going to skip the question. It was Hornswoggle. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible choice. Horrible choice. So many great choices to be an anonymous general manager. He's still at 800. You have one rock, two sports stars. It's a great name. It goes by Swoggle. The Rock. For 300 points, what is The Rock's highest grossing movie to date? No left hand left. Yeah, I'm thinking. Um, I refuse to believe it's one of those Santa. It's one of those uh, Fast and Furious movies. It can't be, my God! Ooh. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with San Andreas. I'm gonna go with Scorpion King. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Rocks, the highest grossing movie to date is Furious Seven. Oh. <laughs> Three hundred plus thousand dollars. Yeah, because of what? Three hundred million. You mean? Yeah, because yeah, that guy died. Show yeah. wrestling. One category left. You have 800 points. 800. Last chance to get some points. These questions are worth 100 points each. All right. Hopefully, I'll get them both. Go to an even thousand. Let's go. Uh, yes, yeah, so let's go. What former NBA star made a surprise appearance at WrestleMania 32? Was that the WrestleMania just happened? Yes. Shaq. Correct. And finally. 900 points. Bam, bam, Bigelow. Faced this NFL great God, at Ooh, WrestleMania yeah. 11. Good question. Lawrence Taylor? Throwback. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. All right. All right. All so right, you all are right. on the leaderboard oh, with 1,000 points. Well, I'll get kicked off that very leaderboard nice, pretty very soon. Very nice. Well, not until we have any guests. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, good nice. job, Erwin. Thanks, man. That was fun. You did very well. Well, I'm definitely not Some smarter than a green man, but it's nice to have an even thousand. That's even, yeah. That's even number. Right. Maybe you're just maybe you're just as smart as the green man. Hmm. Not smart, but just as smart. All right, that's all I got. That's it. Um, any go home thoughts here? Yeah, I'm not driving to Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, explain to people why why you're even thinking about driving to Brooklyn at uh, twelve forty six quarter to one on a Tuesday evening. On um, a Tuesday, it, it was not just a like <laughs> it was just to drop to drop off a document, and it was either try to drop it off now, and it could be a complete waste of time. But you know, because I'm off Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and I don't want to dedicate you know three to four hours. On my day off to fucking do this, but I gotta do it tomorrow, man. It's no choice. Yeah. I should, you know, I should just fucking send a FedEx. That's what I should do. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. we got pledges or interns? I'm gonna send a FedEx. You got? Uh, a, I yeah. got the fucking address FedEx. That's what I'm gonna got do. It. You got it on you now? Yeah, it's in my car. I can FedEx tomorrow at work. Yeah. Just I give, gotta get you the exact address though. I'll do it though. Just, I'll send you a text. Just give me the money. Or the bill for comes FedEx. In. Yeah. Bill comes in. All right. I'll, quick, I'll chase quick pay you. Business, Thank you. Overnight. Business negotiation. Friend Mikey. I should have been doing this the whole time, man. It's worth <laughs> the gas. That's why uh, I need to hang out with a shot of wrestling. Y'all motherfuckers got brains. And we give you your own theme song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. All right. That's all I got because it is way past my bedtime. Unlike these two assholes, I have work tomorrow. Right. That's right. If you are playing along with this week's drinking game, we said push. Nine times. Nine times we said push. Only nine? No, only nine. Um, to be a part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling, no A, on Twitter for all your news updates. The show is from the fans and it's to the fans and it's your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information or to be a sponsor, Email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. So, with that being said, for the Green Man, for Irwin, the voice, Escobar. Nah, I fucked up. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael J. Putty. Until next week, Putty out. Hey baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh my. And maybe you seem a bit confused, yeah baby, but I got you pinned. Ha 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night everybody!